This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? show, you have total control over what happens on your show. If you don't, if you don't, then you suck at your job. Then you suck at your fucking job. Oh yeah, I know all about the FCC. Billy No, that hurts. Wow, why are you so fucking loud today, too? Your fucking mic is loud, too. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. 
Golden voice. Yeah, I know. The golden, the, the docile tones. Yeah. While he lubes them up before he comes in, I'm uh, sure. Oh, I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was it, Joe? $10 for every inch? Every <laughs> inch, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 7185771389. It is the Ham Radio Show. Good evening. Hi. We are live on, of course, uh, what the hell are we on? I don't the know. Uncle the Uncle Radio Network. My headphones sound like shit balls. Joe, did you radio. touch my shit? No, Hold I on for a minute. I think Joe touched my shit. I, I dusted. Uh, you dusted. Therefore, everything got touched. Much better. You gotta keep the place clean. You don't have to clean shit. We tell you this every time. Just leave it fucking alone. It's too sterile in here. Right? Yeah, leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> fucking cheap plug. You're also your head, on. Your your volume was down. Everything you touched. Everything. I didn't touch nothing. <clears throat> Let's see if we can do this again. <clears throat> it's the Hammer Radio Show. We are live on HammerRadioShow.com as well as the Unfiltered Radio Network. Multiple different internet radio stations across the infamous internet. There you go. Yeah. Is that better now? Can everyone hear me? I think I sound like monkey shit. You do sound like monkey shit, but that's Why normal. do I sound like sound monkey shit? Why do you not sound like monkey shit? Damn right. Yeah. Oh, no, you look like monkey shit. Shut up, Joe. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah that was it. No. I was just complaining a little no. bit. I yeah, Joe got yelled at by his family. <laughs> I, I know. Wait, hold on. I, I'm I can't believe they said that. For Wait, having I'm, us around? No, no, besides that, that's a normal thing. Ah, okay. Joe got yelled uh, at Richie, by... Richie was there. Okay, For having so Negroes we, in the house? We will not. Oh, they, they all, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, we've got two Negroes in the house. One that's yeah. normally here, Ricky Love, who's established... He's allowed to be here. The other one just snuck in. Uh, bisexual Marcus. You might see him. Wow. It looks If you look at the ham cam right now, it does look like I have a fucking shadow that's waving at you. <laughs> right now. Ebony and Ivory. Uh, we got arrested for fucking larceny. Hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here to stay. I have officially taken somebody's job. Tooken, tooken, taken. That's the black version of I the am, movie Taken. Tooken. I've had some on the way here. You had some on the way here, like yeah. sex or I booze, told you, drugs, booze and drugs. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. One one story at a time. We'll get to Joe's mishap with his family in one second. You got drugged up and boozed up on the way here? Of course I did. So what are you on right now? Weed and Smirnoff. Weed and Smirnoff. And you didn't bring nothing to go, me. Then. Huh? Are you sure you you're not? You didn't bring nothing for me, you cheap motherfucker. <laughs> what have you gotten from me besides a basketball ah. hoop? Ah. <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. And fake and money that I can't even use legally. <laughs> well, you got some poster. Well, I was going to say, first <laughs> off, first off, I... Oh, I still have your black dick. Hold on, really excuse me. Oh, you do? <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. One dick got you the basketball hoop. Oh, you did. So, first <laughs> off, because... Oh, actually, okay, I'm sorry about that. Thank Joe, you. Joe, what are you stereotype? He got me fake money. Yes, he got you fake money. But I, I do, but that basketball hoop... I do use that. Yes, often. because because <laughs> you wear it on your head. Well, I don't wear it on well, my head. Well, you're supposed to because I got you that gift because you are used to balls flying at your face. I shoot, you trick, shot, I shoot trick shots on that shit. Yes, of course you do. I'll bet you do. I, what's his name? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this show's starting off with it. First off, we've got a mention good. of a black dick. Yeah. The word Negroes was just thrown around like it was nothing. Oh, come on. In front of poor Ricky Love, who doesn't use that language. You don't. Could cost you a black eye, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't say it. It was the black guy. What's wrong? Don't fucking get mad at me, sir. I was sitting here. Just, I was minding my own business. You can't, you can't avoid, my own business. You can't avoid the 8,000-pound gorilla in the room. Hey, watch out. Hey, you lost weight. Yeah. And why are you counting your both? That's more racism. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. 
Racism is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful, guys. Ricky is big enough I to kick the shit out of all of us. Twice. First off, remember that. Remember that shit. Remember that shit. The black guy called the other black guy a gorilla too. I just no, I did not. Yes, you did. You racist fuck. Did I? Yes, you did. I did. Don't blame it on the white guys in the room. All right, I'm sorry. You you said the you said the what was it the four thousand pound gorilla? That's the eight thousand pound gorilla. That means there's four thousand on one and four thousand on the other. I didn't. That wasn't that wasn't intended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. This this ain't fucking. This ain't a rerun of Sanford and Son. Either we way, because if you split it down to four, it would have been $2,000 gorilla. Banana! Boy, yeah. talk about a slip of the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Leave Ricky's love life out of this. <laughs> <laughs> he slipped her the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so now getting back to Joe's fucking dysfunctional problem. Oh, yeah. Since we just jumped right into a show, it just... Oh, Racism, sex, big black dicks. We talked about everything so far in the first five minutes of the show. Might as well get to the... I, my, my microphone sounds like shit. And it's annoying me. Is it? Yeah. Hold on. It's annoying the commercial fuck break. I will. But it yeah. just sounds like... It sounds like you're in a tunnel. Holy it shit. It sounds like I'm in a tunnel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah, it kind of sounds it that sounds way. It sounds bad. You got your reverb up? No, my reverb's not on. Nothing is on. My My... my it just sounds like shit. Yeah, it just sounds like he's My microphone sounds room. like monkey turds. I'm trying to oh, amplify that. What is that? Is that better? That's better. A little bit better? Yeah, it's a little I'll, better. I'll get closer to the mic. Oh, I'll pretend like I'm bisexual Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I can put the whole thing in my mouth. Look. It's better than um, up your ass. Mo. <laughs> says you. That's <laughs> later. Ooh. The night's That's... not over yet. Ooh. That's why he has that mic, yeah. and it's always his mic. That's right. Nick wants to point out that the black guy probably already stole something. And then he also said, we didn't smear enough. How dare you? What do you mean? Oh, not share? Oh, not share. Yeah. yeah. How dare you not share? Because. That's Joe's basic <laughs> weed. Mine. Weed and weed. Yeah. Um, all right. So Joe's family, by the way, <laughs> right. sits him down during a nice dinner. All right. Okay. What kind of dinner? Like a Sunday dinner. Okay. Mm. Sit down. Uh, what they ate is not the point. The point no, no, is no. what the topic was at the dinner conversation. All right. The topic was, why does Joe complain so much? <laughs> yeah, you do. And Joe insisted. I never complained. Hold on, Joe. Joe insisted off mic today while we were prepping for the show that he is not a complainer. Ah. 90% of our dumb fights that we've had on this show, me and Joe, that of course the show... Time had to go to different studios, all kinds of stuff. Ninety percent of our fights have literally been him complaining, telling me that I complain. I'm, I'm the only one that complains. Thank you. He's what a, the fuck was that? He really has ascended to get the fuck off my lawn, man. I, I, yeah, he does. I, I don't know. R- Richie was there. They all ganged up on me. You know, they all said, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, you do. You're complaining. They're like a bunch of Nancys. Was it all women? <laughs> yeah, but see, you're complaining about them complaining. He's, yeah, exactly. He's complaining about complaining. So do you doubt the story? No. <laughs> I know him. He Is complains. He? Joe, are you writing stuff for what? Seinfeld now? <laughs> was it What's all women? with all this complaining? <laughs> I, What's I with airline food, Moo? I, I don't complain. Maybe I get that is a I fucking might, complainer. I, I might at times give constructive criticism. No, oh, complain. There's a big difference. You complain. Well, you, wait, you complain because you whine. You, you complain. Said <laughs> uh, said the guy that was just whining that he. That, they're all a bunch of Nancy. That's right. They are. There you go. Okay. Now wait, wait. Here's the thing that gets me about Joe. Ganged up on me. Here's the thing that gets me about Joe. 
Does he? Yes or no? And I want everybody, black people, white people, work together today. Wait. I want everybody. No, no, we're not fighting yet. Okay. I want That's everyone. Coming. I want everyone to understand. I want. To, I'm going to say this question, and I want anybody. I want people to speak their mind and be, to be truthful. Does Joe complain about the show he's on? Every Wednesday night. Yes, he does. Okay. Oh, does he, I, after the show, I, does he tell us, ah, it wasn't your best? Well, I, I tell <laughs> yeah, him. you. Every time. You get, uh, I, I've been is, here, what, what now, four, three, four times? You yes. do, you do, you do have you do, some do. fucking little jab of complaint. <laughs> yeah. In post-production, you do he, it he every go. time. But he, would, <laughs> he wouldn't have been a good producer if he didn't do that. <laughs> He's not Eddie. All right, all right. But music, <laughs> in, in the music hold business, on. you always hold do on. that. I that was great, but it could be a little better. Excuse yeah. me, excuse yeah. me, producer of the radio show. Is he a fucking producer? Am I spinning records? <laughs> am, am I cool mode <laughs> uh, At what point do I ask him, excuse me, Joe, I want to turn the treble up. What do you think? <laughs> No, even look, even Nick the cunt says that you're fuck, you complain a lot. Thank you, Eddie. And does, he's a cunt. Does this sound from fam- Does this sound familiar in the absolute least in post production from yeah. Joe? Yeah, Eddie, it wasn't a bad show. I give it about a seventy-three yeah. out of a hundred. I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> I've lived that. What do you mean you've heard it? I've lived it. Yes, I, I and call, that's almost every it, week. I call it a hint of criticism. A hint of criticism. I don't. I don't uh, know. It's not a hint. It's every fucks. He complains about everything. He's like complaining. He's complaining with be at a soup. I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying. Hey, 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 first too, off, know. it's a fucking sausage party in here. Everyone, stop talking over each other, or I'm just gonna turn on whoever's talking's mic, and that's it. Okay. So stop talking over each other. I'm just trying to Rick, be inspirational. Hold on. Ricky Love was talking. Sorry, Let man. Ricky go first. And then, then here's an idea. Use those things coming out of your fucking head called eyeballs. <laughs> and watch. And those other things called your ears. And fucking listen to the show. Now, now look you who's fucking critic. Look who's complaining. I'm allowed to. It's my show. <laughs> He's complaining. I'm the producer, the director, and the star. It's my fucking show. See how it goes back and forth here? Yes. Yeah, Written and directed by me, and I'm directing right now. Ricky Love has the floor. Shut up. No, nothing. Ba- I just said basically complaining is if he was like, it's too warm in here, and too many people in here, it's too this, too, too, too that, too that. Oh, I, he I, does it all the time. Just, I don't do that. Nah, I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hear all that. All right. So one vote for Joe is not a complaining cunt. I'm not a complaining. <laughs> oh. That's one. <laughs> Hold on, the phones are ringing already. It's already? 718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. Who's on my phone line? Wait, can you can you can you pull your face away from the microphone enough so I can actually play your your, your thought, Christopher Russo? Who the hell is that? Uncle Eddie, I have a bone to pick with you, Uncle Eddie. Okay, what is your bone, Mad Dog Christopher Russo, who's oh. calling the show? It's not Mad Dog. There's a lot of bones. Hold on, on wait. Here. Bisexual Marcus is looking at me going, is it really, buddy? Hey, it, I'm it, not going to lie. Is Mad Dog on the really phone? Excited. I'm like, this is fucking Mad Dog? No, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's baloney tits. Uh, who's on the phone? Uh, Chris Russo, go ahead. So anyway, now, I, I was listening to you guys argue about being producer, and it, all, it, it sounds like the big guy when he yells at mom. Try three years. Okay, I, you know I, I forget about these things. But anyway, anyway, so every time I see you, you avoid me. You don't look at me, and I and I try to go and shake your hand 
Eddie's going Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking to... I'm to why would I not talk to the multi-millionaire? Oh, he's rich. That works at, at Sirius. Right. Mad Dog Christopher Russo, stupid. I like him. I, I think it's because you're a Yankee fan. That's what I think. You're not a Italian fan. You know, that's what I think. Lighten up, Francis. But seriously, but seriously, Uncle Eddie, it's not really a fat joke, Uncle Eddie, because, you know, Christopher Mad Dog Russo... Oh, the phone line cut out oh, somehow. Yeah, what a shame. <laughs> It must have been my finger. Yeah, don't yeah, ever call the show again. I told you not to wipe up that mustard on that button. <laughs> that is mean. How I couldn't? Un- you can understand what he was saying. Other words, if you're gonna do a bit, I heard something you gotta about get a phone. No, yeah, get a get a landline. As Mad Dog Christopher Russo would say, get a fucking landline. Yeah. And then also, don't put the phone. <laughs> How am I supposed to understand you? If you're gonna talk shit, talk shit, but at least talk shit better than me. Give me a break. Horrible. Horrible. Poorly produced. Poorly produced. It wasn't us. No, Not we like didn't we do screen calls. We uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, we don't. We wouldn't. I see. I don't understand the point of screening phone calls. That's right, the one either. thing I do agree. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't have the budget for a phone mm-hmm. screener, I honestly think. We, we can't pay you. We don't have any. Yeah. I'm uh, an intern, remember? Uh, yeah, you are totally an intern. Everyone that's here is an intern, quite frankly. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, no one's getting paid. It's, it's like a career college yeah, kid. Sure. I'm here forever. Yeah. <laughs> I give that bit a 43 uh, out of 100. There you go. Dawn, <laughs> Dawn in the Facebook Live Suite. Hello, Rick. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eddie. Uh, hey, Dawn. How you doing, buddy? Oh, oh, Dawn, how you doing, buddy? She's my buddy. I know, hey, but hey. it's a chick. How you doing, beautiful? Well, you how you doing, well, miss? You can't have a girl, buddy. How you doing, sexist you. You're sexist. Excuse me. I watched <laughs> Harry and Sally. I know how it ends. <laughs> They end up fucking. Sorry. Uh, it was Magic Mike. Mike, I knew it was you. You do a horrible mad dog. Oh, thank that was you. Horrible, yes. You have to back away from it. I love you to death. Your 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 skill set is wrestling. Yeah. All right. You know this stuff. You like the back of your hand. You host a great race, uh, wrestling program. Yeah, he does. But when you do a mad dog thing, you got to back away from the microphone a little bit. That's right. When you do like, if I speak German, and I talk German a little bit like Germany. See. I don't put the microphone up to my face and talk into the German. No. You can't do that. You got to back it up a little bit. Back it up. Plus, when you back like it up. Like Mark is at a sex club. Back it up. What? <laughs> plus, <laughs> plus, when you back away from the it's mic. It's so easy because he's, he's like, here. Throwing it in. Right. Mike, it's when you going in. When you back up, it'll give more of that mad Effect. dog thing. It'll yeah. have that open airiness that your call was missing. You've, ju- you've just been schooled. Well, thank you, Mr. Bill. Oh, yes. I learned that from Joe. Joe told me that. I know. I teach you everything. See? And Joe who? always about and complaining. Wait, Joe who? This Joe? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the new song for Joe. I like this. Not bad. There you go. The Bitch and Moan song for uh, Joe. Uh, on the show today, by the way, Dante Nero will be here. Speaking about going to school, Man School 202 is his brand new show. He's going right. to come on the show. He's been on our show before. Yes, he has. That's why Bisexual Marcus is here, because he prays at the altar mm-hmm. of Dante Nero. That dude is my. That dude is one of my personal gods. Well, mm-hmm. I... I bet you when you pray, you're on your knees doing something else. <laughs> Most um, of the time, yes. Yes. Jesus isn't my type. If you could throw a prayer. Jesus has know. a washboard ab. He's got the, he had that swimmer's body, Jesus. Yeah. By the way, he's going to be back. Jesus uh, returns from the dead on, was that Sunday? Sunday. So, yeah. He de- which, by the way, can, uh, can uh, Catholics explain this to me? 
I do have to answer that. I, and this is a serious question. How was a good Friday? He got yeah. beat the fuck up. Yeah, it was a bad day. He got yeah. nailed to a cross. Well, good for him. That's for sure. They spit in his face. They shanked stabbed him. him. Yeah, they shanked him with the Spear of Destiny. Which, by the way, also, hold the fuck on again question yeah. that just came. This literally was on the news with uh, the Notre Dame oh, burning yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. They are claiming, Notre Dame claims, that they have in their possession. Why do I hear my show on? Because it's is the Joe same. playing that in the right? Yeah, yeah this is that show. That would be Joseph. Fucking. <laughs> you were just complaining. You want to hear yourself complain on the air? No. Okay. Notre Dame. They, now they they had they did a documentary about all this and stuff right. like that. They supposedly are claiming that they have the crown of thorns. Yes. yes. That Jesus of Nazareth. Yes, uh-huh. I read that. It's encased in everything. What? And have it. I'm calling extreme bullshit. I'm, so am I. I'm calling total. Like my and I have, a, I have the counter for it. All right. Well, you're fucking, yeah. first off, you're an atheist, so yes. right now your balls are fucking huge. I hate it, Rich. Yeah, I, well, look, I'm an ex-Catholic, so, well, you know, I'm, I know the whole routine. He has reason to be atheist. Yes. Well, wait, atheist. I'm agnostic, but I will still, I will, what I'm saying is don't get too smug about it. Let's hear your no, argument no, no. first. Because he's like, I have proof, motherfucker. No, 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 not proof, but I, I got something to point out to you. Go ahead, please. The crown that they have has gold in it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's got gold in it. Well, Are you going to put that on a criminal's head? Jesus had a few dollars. He was he as a criminal. Hold on, Jesus had a few dollars came from Joe. <laughs> like, Don't you know, miss the gems that are flying around here, folks. Take that shit to a pawn shop. No, no. Yeah. I, but, you know no but, but it's also the thing that has the gold around it, and it's in a glass case, and this, that, and the third. Wouldn't it have it, decayed? Not only just that. Yeah, that that's my thing. Yeah, it's from, what? What is it? they said they had it for 800, it's 800 years old. Right. That shit should be dust. Yeah, now, now, first off, Jesus was around more Prior than 800 that. years yeah. ago. Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah. He, like, if you remember the part in Back to the Future when he won, he, you want to witness the birth of, birth of Christ? Yeah, it was 2000 he, years ago. No, he does zero 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 zero. Because remember, it was right. B.C. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, we've been around for longer than 800 years, if I did the math right. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. So then that can't be the, the, the you know, well, the crown of thorns. Well, they got passed it down. They passed it down. You know, know. little hand-me-down. You know, the Easter hat. Hey, Dad, you're going to get rid of these crown of thorns? Nah, just tell them that Jesus wore it. Okay. Well, Pass it down. Well, just to clear up the gold thing, they actually yeah. say they used the gold as a preservative to oh, keep fuck. it from rotting. So Shut that's up what the whole gold thing about that. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Shut up and get to the point. Uh, and I think Jesus had a few dollars anyway. What a Jesus load of poor. shite. No, he wasn't poor. He yes, had a lot of followers. Was. I don't want to hear that. That fucker yeah. lived in a wooden shack. That dude didn't have any cash on him. He was born in a petting zoo. That's yeah. A, that's a game, He had man. no money. No, that, that's not true because, you know, he had a lot of followers. All the followers showed him a few dollars. I and saw wait, Passion of the Christ. He wasn't balling. He still had a lot of followers. Two, two things. One, we have to go to break. And number two, unless Joseph, his step father's last name was Ikea. <laughs> he wasn't that great of a carpenter. Well, so it wasn't like he was getting a shitload of money. He'd go, oh, just put a little sign aside there, Jesus. He had a good when, trade, when, man. When, did he, ever, right. when did he ever get yeah. to prove that he was a great carpenter? Well, he, he would have. It's in a book, so it's got to be true. <laughs> I oh, he, yeah. I wonder if he made the cross. I wonder who made the cross. Joseph, just to be a dick. Ah, <laughs> I'm not your father, huh? <laughs> <laughs> gung, 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 gung. Oh, my God. Get up there, son. You're going to hell. I know it. You're going there. Yeah. Just put two and two together. It's a nice wooden cross. Your father-in-law is there as a carpenter uh, or stepfather, whatever he is. Man, go fuck yourself. That's all he said, though. Bro, the story of Jesus was told 
thousands of years before Jesus actually yeah, existed. Really? Well, the, the whole the Bible's a telephone game, so we yeah, don't. Have to worry a, about yeah, seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. We're going to take a break. We'll get all this Jesus shit out of the way. I know. Because I know Easter Sunday, but I thought I would ask these questions. We get lamb on Easter. That's the only thing I, I really don't like blame. about Shut up! I'm trying to go to break, you old fuck. <laughs> Complaining fuck about lamb. Does that mean? Gyros. Oh, wait. Look I at this. Love- oh, look. Joe's button. Um, <laughs> When we go to break and come back, I I'm actually have... Shut up! <laughs> I actually have a bit for Joe. That's a Joe exclusive bit. If he shuts the fuck up, we'll, we'll unveil it when we come back here on the Ham Radio Show. I'm talking all over it. Don't. Uh, we're all going to talk over it. It's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these without Joe. Words! This is Ham Radio. I feel like I've been raped in the face. We'll be right back. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On demand salon.com. That's ondemandsalon.com. 
prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. OnDemandSalon.com. Hi there, I'm Carl Weathers. You know, I've been maimed and left for dead by a predator. I've been scared to death by an alligator head. Hell, I've even been pummeled by an Italian guy and beaten to death by a huge steroid-filled Russian. But nothing in my movies has prepared me for the beating I took at the hands of Ham Radio. We're back, and you're still listening to Ham Radio. What are you, stupid? Life is your first swallow of a cold beer. Yeah. Joe's drinking. Everybody's drinking. It. No, it, it, it's one of the pleasures of life. First time I had a Corona. It's like when you, it, it's like when you first, uh, you, you first get into bed and the, under the covers, nice and warm. Those, those ah moments. You're like ah. You know, there's only a few of them in life, man. But drinking a cold beer is one of them. I, I don't understand how you talk and then you're still boring as fuck. Well, no, seriously, man. <laughs> oh, man. What's an odd moment for you? Like, you know, like when you first stick your dick into oh, a nice I, woman's I, I, Wait, I have one right now. Wait, I have, nice arm I, I have oh. an, wait, I have an odd moment. What's that? Turning your mic off so I can come back. <laughs> it's the Hammer Nail Show, 718-577-1389, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network. Yeah. Ozzy. Who? Yep. Good. Yeah, he was alright. Mr. Numb. He numb as a motherfucker now, boy. Motherfucker don't know where the fuck he is. How did I get a beat? Keep going. <laughs> I have no what idea. What the fuck was that? I have no idea. You touched something, didn't you? No. No, that, I'm that not. That was a... his editing job? I guess so. Somebody's fucking with the buttons. Oh, you over there with all the buttons. Yeah. That wasn't me, motherfucker. That was over here. No, that came out of this. That it, came out it, of him. It, oh, yeah. it edited and jumped back. It did shit. Did I you, wait, I'm me. over here. Hey, excuse it's me. a sign. Excuse me. Didn't you, just, didn't you just call me the master? Don't fucking disgust me. <laughs> the master said, master saying it don't work. Master saying it don't work. Well, yes, a balls. That yes, shit, a balls. Yeah, balls. <laughs> that shit must be broken then, motherfucker, ain't it? We're going to do a Nat Turner. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to work the sound I've heard horrible stories Me about Me and Mark are going to do a, a damn Nat Turner on your ass before we leave here, too. <laughs> Excuse me, Rochester, <laughs> shut the fuck up for a second. It's me, Mr. Benny. Yeah. Mr. Benny, I got another black guy in this room fucking it up for everybody. Uh, 718-577-1389. Uh, this is definitely a racist show today. And hey, man, racism is fun. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of black guys, no, going to be on the show. Some go stay in a white neighborhood. See how fun that shit is. <laughs> <laughs> Only in your, when you're in the majority. Yeah, spot, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> shit. Don't stand outside. <laughs> Just stand outside and say, I love me some white people. Let's see what happens. You in White Landia over here, boy. White Landia. <laughs> You ever notice that Joe gets when he's racist, like in joking? He's manner, comfortably he's racist. Very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, 
He was really comfortably saying boy like that. Come on, boy. Yeah, boy. Hey, right, boy, listen, boy. All right, listen. So here's. You know, I love you more than my luggage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> I love you good. more than my luggage. But, Joe, that was good. Fucking racist crackers, I swear. Crackers. <laughs> crackers, crackers. Uh, crackers, crackers. All right, so listen. So what do we have going I, I on? I have a joke. First off, later in the show, Dante Nero will be on the program, by the way. I want to bring that up. Uh, the Man School 202 podcast, which will be uh, going on. He will be on the program in a little bit. But before that, Joe, please to the microphone, Joe. I'm actually asking for this. Yes, yes I'm right here. Like a glutton from punishment, I'm asking for Joe to talk <laughs> okay. about This is a big surprise to me because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. All right, so now. You won't tell me. Joe, <laughs> do you recognize this song? Close your eyes. Okay. Don't look at the screens. I want you just to. Do you know this song? Okay. Hold on. Oh, Game of Thrones. Okay. I love that show. Joe. Yes. We're going to do a new bit with you. Okay. It is going to be cool because you watch Game of Thrones every Sunday. I watch it religiously. Okay. Joe, you have to do what we call Game of Boobs. Game of food? No, boobs. Turn your hearing aid up. Tits. Titties. Titties. Fun bags. Fun bags. Oh, game of boobs. Sweater puppets. Oh, yeah. Sweater meat. There's a lot of boobs on that show. Oh, boobs. So, Joe, what I want you to do every week on this show from now on. Okay. Whenever you hear the Game of Thrones theme. Yes. You have to tell me how many boobs were on last week's episode. Oh, uh, uh, All right, so how many are we up to right now? I can tell you right now. I got a pen and uh, hold on. There were three naked naked women in one scene. All right, so, so three naked women. That's, yeah, so that's, three times two. That's six, six boobs. Six boobs on that scene. So we're up to six boobs. Uh, six boobs on that one scene. But I think there's okay. another scene also. You the only? Did really? anyone else watch it? Can anyone help Joe? Uh, yeah. We go to uh, bisexual Marcus in the back. Uh, there was not any scene. Uh, no? uh, any other scene? I counted three naked. Naked chicks. Yeah, nice asses too. Let me say it. Fuck yeah, they oh, were. Wow, man. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but I counted. Never six. seen the show, but I heard. I counted six fucking. titties. Oh, it's a lot. Of, lot yet of again, we're all talking over is. each other again. Sorry about that. All right, so we have six boobs. Yeah. All right, so that would bring. I, I would be glad to count the boobs for you. That's your new job on the show. I have no trouble with <laughs> that. What, what is this? What is this? Multiplication? What are yeah. we doing here? It's <laughs> math. Yeah. Just because you can't count without taking your shoe off, hold on. <laughs> I gotta tell you, too, very occasionally they show a dick. Not too often. Yeah, very often, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not very often they show a dick. That's a, you know. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I don't need, I don't right. need to see yeah. that. So. Yeah. Yes. Today yeah. on the Ham Radio Show, uh, Ham during Radio. Game of Boobs, mm-hmm. we bring the Game of Thrones tit tote board. Okay. To six boobs. Well, this is only season seven. Uh, no, this is eight? season eight. eight. We're season only eight. counting the episode last. Episode one. Yeah. We're going to count how many boobs on the final season of Game of Thrones okay. by playing Game of Boobs. No tookers, just boobs. Just boobs. Okay. Because that's what they're known for. They're known for their boobs more than their ass, even yeah. though ass is totally apparent on the show. Now, yeah. wait a minute. Let, let me get this straight. Now, <clears throat> uh, is it we're counting nipples? No, boobs. It's got to be, you got to have more than well, just Well, there's nips. a lot of boobs. But you expect a three-nipple chick on the show? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no. Yes, he does. You're such a crazy man you are. Yeah. No, sometimes they have these very busty women, but they're not totally naked. No, I need a full tit. A full tit with a nipple. And it could be one tit. So, like, let's say 
one like a off the shoulder thing happens and oh, one titty pops that. out. Yeah, that's that. one boob. Yeah. So you would count it as one boob. So you had three yeah. chicks, two boobs on each chick, which yeah. brings the tit total on the tote board to six, six boobs. <laughs> and every week we will update Joe. Look, every week we will update the tit tote board. Oh, absolutely. The Game of Thrones yeah. tit tote board. Yeah. And we were only at six boobs. Now only boobs were counted. Now, yeah, we only count boobs. Now here we go in game of booms. I say we make a wager. Okay. I want the over/under from around the room. How many boobs on the final season oh, of one. Game of Thrones? Good one. This Thank good. you. It's gonna be eight episodes. I put thought into this bit. Now, eight. How many episodes, Joe? I think it's gonna be eight in the final season. I think it's eight too. Yeah. All right, so eight. Yeah. We have eight. Fucking episodes. Look it up. Somebody Google it. And I would say you're probably going to see, uh, you might have the big brothel scene there. There's always something. Got to be up to the finale. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with, like, this is eight episodes, maybe the- about five, <laughs> five, five, 37 boobs final. 37 boobs. All right, somebody's got to write this down. 37 for Joe. 37 boobs. None of us have writing implements. And being that I'm doing the one doing the counting, it will no, no, be he's got it. So thirty-seven. <laughs> well, no, well, well, that's the other thing. Joe is actually can fuck this up for everybody. You like? What do I win? You win. Well, well we can all put five dollars in or something. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, five bones. Get fuck it. It's five bucks. We gotta ask your fucking wife. It's five I, bucks. I'm lucky I have that much money at <laughs> any give, given time. You know what? For you yes. and just six you, episodes. Just six episodes. Six episodes. We oh, just six. lost two. I, want, I know. I want a new cast. That's a season. Yeah. That was the well because it's the final. Do, yeah. First off, these episodes all cost like fifteen million dollars to make. Oh, the next episode is probably going to be like yeah. an hour and a half or so. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's Rick, so Ricky, you watched the show? Have you watched? Nah, it? I've never seen it. I've never look. I've never watched an episode. So now, to me. This makes the show interesting. You know what you do, Rick? Take a month <laughs> off and watch them all. Yeah. yeah. A month? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's eight take seasons. A month to watch them all. It's going to take way I mean. more than a month. Yeah. I saw it on 60 Minutes. I'm Ice Doc. They say there's a lot of fucking on that show. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, a lot of stuff. Incest. A lot of incest. Yeah, definitely incest. All right, so now, Game of Thrones talk. Oh, here we go. Uh, Platypus in the Facebook Live Suite. Hey, how you doing, man? Says that eight episodes... However, there will only there there are like five extended episodes, so it's really technically ten episodes time wise. They're gonna have like two hour shows or something like that. Yeah, well, there'll be longer ones. They waited two years, right? Before Uh, they put them out. Before they came back, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Nick will also keep this posted on HammerRadioShow.com, so we'll have a running. Nick, I'm also gonna need the tote. So make a Game of Thrones tit tote board. Right. So I will also hold one up every week on the screen here of the ham cam. We're only at six boobs. Maybe I'll ask Tony Clifton to count for me. She's she's, she's good at counting boobs. Yeah, uh-huh. she's, good at she's very good at it. She's very I fall talented. asleep a lot of times. I have to watch the rerun. Well, this, I'm leaving you in charge of this, Joe. So you are I, I you are the a, you are the commissioner of the Game of Boobs. Uh, from now on, I'm going to be very attentive and watch carefully and give you an attentive count please, of boobs. Please do. I can do this. All I'm, right, I'm so going around the room. I'll enjoy it. Going around the room, uh, we have 37. Wait a minute, I want to change In my In a row? Now, so. Wait, you want... Wait, how, how many are you saying, Joe, then? You're changing your thing. Well, well uh, you know, the, 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 there's a couple of orgy scenes and lesbian scenes coming up. Joe, it's only a two-hour show. Can you fucking come up here with us? Okay. Help us out. Pick a number, you dumb fuck. 42. 42. Please 42. write him down. So extra 42. five. 42. He added so added five. 42 boobs for Joe. Ricky? 
I don't watch the show, but I'll say 45. 45 just to outbid Joe, yeah. so fuck you, Joe. Uh, price, price is right. right. One yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. White Ricky, do you want to play Game of Boobs? No, I don't watch it. No, it doesn't matter. You don't have to watch it. Uh, 36. All right, 36 for White Ricky. Bisexual Marcus, how I many boobs? I think they're gonna. I think they're they're gonna focus less on the sex and more on the story and violence. I think of you're it. right. So I would say I'd give it about, let's say twenty six. Twenty six boobs, a very boobs. low number of boobs. Yeah, what is that? Thirteen girls? Come on. I mean, you're gonna see. He's yeah, well, never gonna have that many. One all she seen is that's it. Fuck so. you. <laughs> Wait a minute. To his defense, they used to be dudes. So, yeah. well, I had, uh, no, I did have some. I had some. Wait, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, fucking with you. It's not true. Mary don't get all pity fucking shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to say to fuck everybody, I'm going to say 40. Ooh, That's a nice round number. Yeah. One and the, and the zero looks like a boob. Mm. So I'm going to say 40. Nick, if you want to play, you can too. So we got to have the exact... We got it. Well, win. I mean, I guess I, the price close, is right, Ruth. Close is without going over. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so if there's 39 boobs, I win. You lying? So we're gonna need help for the audience too. Yeah, so, I'll be yeah. closer to that. Uh, Billy, did you pick boobs? No, no, no. I have not picked boobs. For Are you game Are you? of boobs. Shall I pick boobs from a show I've never seen? Well, yeah, I did. See I've them. never seen. It. I've, I've only, seen look. the one chick standing on top of her. Her castle just like flash her fucking vagina and go. Well, you're never getting any of this. And go ahead, and kill my son. And I Damn, just what went, episode is what that? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Daenerys? Well, did you ever see the? You ever, I, I have no idea. You ever see the one where, where she's fingering herself and she goes, "Winter's not the only thing coming." Oh uh, no, I haven't That's seen that one. one. That's a good episode. Damn, what episode mm-hmm. is that? Uh, the first one. The first episode. I don't fucking know. I don't watch the show. <laughs> Damn, Joe, know, Joe, what episode is that? You're listening to this guy. He's making it up. I've mas- I have masturbated a lot to these titties on this show. Well, and he's much, talking about you? this show. He's not even <laughs> talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, I am going to say 37. 30? I'm going with Joe's. I would, oh, I, I tell you the truth, I would rather go with pussy. Rather than the, the movies. You know what? Because they don't show it's a lot of It's not called pussy. Game of Puss. Yeah. It's called Game of Boobs. <laughs> you know what? Stop <laughs> fucking up my shit. Yeah, but know. a hell of it, because I've never seen the show and I have no idea, and it probably in the end it's going to be a giant All fucking right. battle. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with 52. All right, 52. 52. Billy's taking 52. Nick, the C-U-N-T from Canada, is taking 22. Joe does not have... Joe has... What does he have? 42. Joe right. has 42, Nick. Right. 42, not 38. So just to get our... And then everyone put $5 in. And then winner take all game of boobs. It's not that hard. You don't have to put the $5 in now. Okay. You fucking cheap fucks. You can put money in later. But I thought Remember, that, we don't get paid to do this yeah, shit. So nobody got $5. Motherfucker, you got a better job than me. If you ain't got $5... You got spending your money. We're going to have to have a fucking conversation <laughs> about your wages. <laughs> Motherfucker yeah, makes he's a man he's, he's in he's charge of a, shit. He's probably got a guy on the inside who already's got the number down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you you know? got a better okay. job than him, Rick. Yeah. Shit. Ricky nah, totally. Not really. Ricky oh, to- you shit. totally get paid more than me. Shit, I doubt it. I, I let's let's wave each other's paychecks at each yeah, other. Looks are deceiving, brother. You think they're gonna play the black guy more money than the white dude? Come on. I know. <laughs> That's true. There's that fucking crown on TV. Look. There yeah, that's that yeah. thing. I'm yeah. That's that's the one that, that was spared on, in, in Paris. They could rush the relic to safety. Across France today. Courtesy of WABC. Churches ringing their bells for their mother church, who oh. no longer can. 
And James Longman joins us live tonight from outside the cathedral. And James, we know so far about a billion dollars has been raised to restore Notre Dame. Really? It's amazing how much money. Yes, that's right, up. but they're probably going to need another. Uh, you're, in, you're interrupting the fucking. I'm, am I playing the news? No, I think they both no. down on purpose. I have to turn Joe off because he just yells. He's on a microphone <laughs> and yells like he's off the microphone. Oh, my God. We're, we're literally doing a show. If, if I'm playing the news, wait to say something, and then you can have your conversation. No. Yes. <laughs> this is incredible. Guys. This is what the show is like. We're playing something, oh. and literally, then I got. This is what we hear. Opens so I was talking about this guy, and then this other guy was walking through the bars to me, and this motherfucker over here, and he ain't making a motherfucker. So I'm like, fuck Whitey, and then fuck this shit. But that's what we hear. That's what the audience hears. Motherfuckers, shit. Yeah, but it's like we all failed radio when there's more than three people in here. It becomes like I gotta be heard. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm gonna be heard today. <laughs> like we never hear you. you. You never want to talk, and now there's five people in here, and you're talking today. I talk the least. You talk? No, he talks the least. You talk? You're you're up there. You get up there. When Billy talks way less than everybody in this room. Mm-hmm. So when he does, well, he's the producer. Yeah. Old drifty. <laughs> Old drifty wood. He doesn't fucking ever talk, and then when he actually talks, it's over this. Trigger. <laughs> Officers outside. Hey, I was wondering if this motherfucker SWAT in this place. I was like, hey, huh? What were you saying about the church now? Now I wanted to hear your point, and then we're missing your point. Oh. Well, you. he said, because they raised over a billion dollars, yes. right? Now, how much of that money will it trickle down and go to, like, say, those three churches that burned down in uh, Louisiana? Yeah, but those are black stuff churches. Like that, you know, yeah. Or in the black community, like, or... No, they no. Take care of that. And they no. also, they're not mentioning the other churches that got burned out there in France and around the surrounding areas. Well, because Notre Dame gets top billing, of right? Course. But you know, uh, Quasimodo was playing with his lighter, and he shouldn't have done that, right? Exactly, and exactly. What, and what was with all the fucking goldy, glittery shit that they put all over the damn uh, crown? Like I saw medallions and shit on it. it like, <laughs> what the f- bullshit is this? Well, it's a crown, first off. Yeah, but this is supposed to be like a like a, like, a, like thousands tell, of years old. Someone tell White Ricky he's not on a microphone. I know I'm not on. There the you go. Now we can hear you as you butt into the conversation. <laughs> I was moving the mic. All right. Well, position. you got to move it and then talk. <laughs> I wasn't talking. You did. I heard you. <laughs> Motherfucker, I can hear you. I can also see you. There's a mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. I don't. First of all, I don't believe. To go back to the what we're talking about is that the the Game of Thrones crown of thorns, something like that. That was uh, supposedly in the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral, right? Which cannot be owned by Jesus. There's no fucking way. I didn't see the DMV slip filled out and transfer of title. He said return to Mary if stolen. Right. <laughs> so he had his initials inside. You know, JC. <laughs> JC <you> know. <laughs> that could be anybody. No. That could be JC Penny. Six and seven eighths. What made know? in China? The tag in the back <laughs> of it. Made in Taiwan. <laughs> Are these real thorns? They don't look real to me. Mm. Oh, Look at it. They got a little bit of Jesus' blood. No, that's just ketchup. <laughs> I think I think Jesus started memorabilia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get so, your yeah. Jesus mementos, here. Jesus has a fucking gift <laughs> shop. Get your mini crucifixes right here. Yeah, literally, someone um, said they had a piece of the wood from the uh, cross. Right. Yeah. yeah, and all that. So, yeah, remember, he started memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. you think about Most it. Most expensive toothpick ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. 
Evil. Selling crackers well, and shit that's supposed to be the, a scam. Uh, well, you know the story about the gypsies, right? We talked about this on the air. That gypsies, in their religion, supposedly the... the Steal everything? Well, what? no, they did. They did. That was the whole point. They stole right. from the crucifixion. It was supposedly mo- more nails. Somebody went to Home Depot, picked uh, up more nails to put Jesus into the crucifixion. Right, got to keep they them only, up there. Yeah, they only got... That's why he had to cross his legs, because somebody else stole the fucking other one. I can't, I can't believe that. You know, all these, 2,000 years ago, somebody hey, man, someday he's going to be valuable. I'm yeah, going to yeah, take yeah. these nails. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Well, suppo- no, no. <laughs> Supposedly, the, the, the ancestors stole it so that way Jesus wouldn't suffer. And then Jesus... One of, you have to... This is a whole thing based on their religion and whatever. Where Jesus supposedly told the, the, the when we steal, it's not stealing. He uh-huh. gave them the right. To, right. That's why gypsies feel that they can steal. Because okay. they have the blessing of the Lord. Uh-huh. That it's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. an actual. This is why religion is stupid. Yeah, no, I'm going to use that when I try to rob a bank. I am a gypsy. <laughs> that shit won't work in court, though. Yeah, excuse, know, me, right? your, excuse me, Your Honor. It clearly says no. right here that I'm allowed no, to because I'm a I can gypsy. Do it. Right. I can do it because God said I can do it. God, God done well, said it. And the Bible that, sits that, in court. And the Bible's in yeah. court, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your hand on the Bible yeah, when you, you swear. Your, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that gets you out of a prison sentence, more of a commitment to a nice little home somewhere. Yeah. So I, I'd run with that. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, you yeah. tell them the Lord works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Which is also the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every, oh, he works in mysterious ways. But, what, is he, a fucking magician? I prayed to him for the last six months. And nothing happened. Because he's a man of mystery. He's working in mysterious ways. I prayed for money. I prayed for a girlfriend. None none of them came. That was a materialistic old thing. So what? Wait, you can't... That's just... (laughs) Your prayers are just begging. I prayed for fucking wealth. I I didn't get that. That's begging. It's not begging. No, praying for, like, health is like... Right. I I hope that Ricky... Lives a long life. I'm praying for Ricky's soul. That's different. Right. You're praying for material shit for yourself. Most of the time. So what? That is so fucking, that's not gangster. That's fucking shitty. How is it shitty? That's, it's what I want. I'm agnostic. (laughs) That's not praying. So how is it not praying? How is it not? Because it's begging for what? You're asking for things that you possibly don't really need. But say like I don't need money say, and or a girlfriend. No, <laughs> no. These are things. Up. What? These are things you have control of yourself to get. Oh you could God. go out and fill out an application, yeah. get a job, and uh, go to a bar and meet a girl. What? You could do these things. But like, no, say, he can't. But others can. <laughs> so. But say like, you know, Eddie's kidneys fucking decide to fail him. Hey. Right. So <laughs> now you pray to have, Whoa. you know, hopefully his kidneys <laughs> fucking, you know, get him. I pray somebody for somebody will help I pray him for out. a bigger you know. dick. I can't get that. Where's God? I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could when you go to that theater in Newark all the time. I'm sure you could get a bigger dick. First off, first off, the black guy's complaining about the size of his dick. I want a bigger dick. Shut up. Yeah. That's number one. Said the white guy with the minuscule cock. Big enough, but I want it to be bigger. That's number one. Number two, you are proverbial in the fucking, in the ether of the world of the universe. You are like an empty coffee cup. <laughs> you literally are just begging for shit to yep. be put in the. You literally, most like your love life, you're begging to have shit put inside of you. Yeah. That's what you're. You're like, I I need a bigger dick, shaking the cup. Yeah. I need I need money, shaking the cup. I need fucking a better house, shaking the cup. Like no matter what it is, you're begging. Your your prayers are just literally a wish list. 
<laughs> You're not like, look, I'm not even fucking Jesus, religious. Jesus, not Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really I'm not religious at all. And I know that that's not how it works. <laughs> like, I know that that's not how it works. Way to crush somebody's dreams, Edward. What, what dreams? <laughs> Your goal is way literally, to, yeah, like way to take a nice heaping shit all over my dreams and from my D, goals wait, from DJ, and my wishes from DJ Platypus. My prayers. Wait, DJ Platypus, greed versus prayers. Next on our special episode of the Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true. Oh god. Well, we gotta go to break. What is all this? What is I'll this? You know, that's what you know. That's what the gang sign. That's wait, the gang sign, man. Do everything you just did on camera. No, you didn't do this. I did this. No, you did that's this. how it started. He was doing a whole he was like lot this. Of you were dancing. Oh, I got like six song. things going on on here. Holy I did shit. this. What are you a and blood? Went, are you a blood now? Yeah. Billy was like Wrap this. Wrap it up. Cut. <laughs> you would. Oh, you, you would make a great stewardess. No, Get you the show, fuck off my plane. You show me where every exit was, but not the one I need. Seven Figure it out, fucko. S- fuck you. 7185... Uh, what are we? Fucking 7185... What the fuck? 718-577-1389. It's about time. It's not even my show, and I know the fucking number. It's about time. Maybe somebody calls. Maybe you wish Jesus gave you some challenge. You cocksucker. I call you a cocksucker, but it's true. Yep. It's not an insult. It's a compliment. <laughs> Every time he burps, it smells like bleach. <laughs> it's the hammer show. We're going to take a break right now. 718-577-1389. When we come back, Dante Nero will be with us. It's the hammer show. We'll be right back after these. This is Ham Radio. Yo, check us out. Follow us, follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. We'll be right back. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. 
Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila, using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon. On Demand Salon.com. Professional door to door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three, hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. OnLondDemandSalon.com. That's OnDemandSalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. OnDemandSalon. OnDemandSalon.com. Hey, this is Jim Brewer. I'm gnawing on some ham with Uncle Eddie. Stick that in your snot box. See what comes out. This should be Nirvana, I believe. This is Hammer music. I like it. Hey, your mother. Right? Hey, your father. I hate everybody. No, yeah. this is Seattle Brunch, Joe. This is not uh, This is not what Billy listens to when he sacrifices cats. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... that's this, is when, when, this is what Billy listens to when he, when he calls for Satan. Wait. No. Yeah. No, when you call for Satan... Lord Satan, no. give me the power. Let me jerk off there and get him a boobs. <laughs> no, I'm no, kidding. Right. I'm all right with that. I all gotta right. dig out that old Satan commercial you did, Billy. That was really funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Billy used to play Satan on the show. Yeah, well, it's the Ham Radio Show, by the way. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. Let's get uh, Dante Nero on the phone. Dante Nero. I, I, notice that Joe doesn't wait for his cue. You wait, Joe. Yes. You. What what is the line you're supposed to wait for? Uh, hey some... Joe, can I have some dialing music? One ringy dingy. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Two ringy dingy. Horrible at his job. Hello. <laughs> Transferring. No, no one listens to the actual. Hello. Hey, I'm looking for Dante Nero, please. What's going on? What's going on? Hey! What's up, Kempin? How y'all? Welcome to Radio. Uh, well, Dante's been here before. Yeah, wait, 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 wait! It's good to hear from y'all. Let me say that first. It's been a minute, right? Yeah, you've been. It's been a while since your ass has been on the show, sir. Man, I'm glad, glad, glad to be back on. I appreciate you guys. What's going on? Absolutely, we appreciate you too. You're uh, now having a new show. It used to be the Beige Phillips show. Correct. Now you're. Well, oh, wait, does that still exist? Well, What's going on? No, go ahead. Well, we we just we rebranded the show Man School Two Hundred Two. 
Um, we're getting ready to set up the Patreon, do a, little, a bunch of uh, bonus content. We're going to do video live, Skyping in, and all kinds of stuff. And um, just, just you know, just trying to expand, making it bigger. It's been a successful, you know, successful couple of years. And, and we're just, you know, we're trying to get a fan a little bit more. So it's Man School 202 now. All right, so Band School 202, the new revamped version of pretty much the same advice that you were giving out before, except a little bit more with more man behind it, because you, like me, uh, have this uh, kind of belief that men have lost their balls, and you're trying to help Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and honestly, it's, 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 uh, and I don't think women are, are happy about it. I really don't think they're happy about it. I mean, I, I hear women complaining about how, what a bunch of bitches guys are around all the time. So in one sense, they're they're you know talking about men being you know uh, fucking I hipsters? guess emas- yeah. emasculated, and then they're unhappy because they are you know. The guy that's behind me, by the way, who's your one of he is probably your biggest fan. I fucking Dante. worship you. Excuse sir. me, right. let me sell you up. <laughs> let me sell you up to Dante, and then Dante can say this motherfucker is an actual fan of mine. Holy shit, what have I done? Sorry, and, and Dante might quit the business because of this. I don't know. I'll hang up. All right, not. so. The guy that's because when Billy called him a hipster, uh, uh, he gave him the finger. Um, I want to just say Marcus. On our show, he's called Bisexual Marcus. But Marcus is a yeah. humongous fan of yours who literally... Oh, man, I, I appreciate you, Marcus. Yes. I appreciate Marcus, you, say sir. hi to Dante. How you doing, sir? There you go. What's sir? going on, Marcus? Okay. Pleasure, is it all right if I call you Sexual Marcus? Absolutely, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. He doesn't want to call you Bisexual. He just wants to call you Sexual. Because hey, sure you do, you, you do get out there and you do hang out with the chicks. Pimp God can call me wherever the fuck he wants. Pimp God. <laughs> that is Don, Don, I appreciate Don, that, bro. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, so Dante Nero, who is also the he's the headmaster and the professor at the man school. He is now Pimp God as well at Man School Two Hundred Two. Uh, so Dante, do, do you do you get, do you come across? A lot of guys, just like Mar- Marcus, I'm probably not like Marcus, but you know, just like Marcus, uh, who you've changed their lives because I mean, this guy literally is like he prays at the altar of Dante Nero. I, I shit you not, he's a huge fan of you, of yours. He by like he has shaped his life accordingly to your teachings of the man. Oh, man. So like, do you come across that a lot? Because I would think with a guy like yourself who's out there, you're bigger than life. You're out there and you host a lot of stuff. I saw you around SiriusXM the other day. You're on tons yeah, of yeah. shows. Do you come across all these fans all the time that you've changed their lives? You've done a lot of stuff for them. Well, you know, you know, it's a it's a weird thing because of the fact that you're. I, I think part of the, and, and and Marcus will tell you this that the part of the teachings is about your. You know, it's it's like things. The, the whole philosophy is, is is the same, but I think it's. It's streamlined, and I think some of the things that I've realized more and more, it's just like I'm still growing as well. And so I think the, the work, doing the work is what's important, you know, um, doing the work to be the best version of yourself. And so a lot of times, you you, you, you know, the intention, and I mean, you can, you can, you guys have been doing your podcast for a while, and honestly, what you want to do is just put out, a, you want to put out a great, a great, you want to just, all you want to do is just put out a great po- a, a, a great product. Yeah. And so you work at that all the time. And then 
um, what happens is you, you it, it because it's authentic. You affect people in ways that you never could understand. You know, so I run into a lot of guys, and it's weird. It's kind of weird because I'm um, as much as I'm cocky, I'm a little shy too, which is weird because I mean I have a hard time taking compliments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so when a guy says to me, "Man, you changed my life," it's a, it's a you know, that's kind of that's a lot for some for a strange person to say that to you when when all you're doing is what you what you think is right. You know what I mean? Well, so no, um, I, know, I know what you mean. Marcus is very strange. I understand. <laughs> and when a strange person says that, but, but like, guy, I just went out to I just went out. To, I was out in um in Miami, and uh, this guy who was uh, like very orthodox Jehovah Witness, right? And so you know, there's this whole thing with them about you know repressing their sexuality. This kid, he goes, he comes up to me, he goes, "Man, I grew up." witness and, and it was crazy and and uh he goes like you're like my surrogate dad and i'm, I'm just meeting this kid man and so you know i i just want to be you know, i want to help because that's 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 my nature but you know i don't i don't think what i do is inaccessible or something that other people can't do i just think you know i, I mean i think it's about just doing the work and i'm talking to this kid and as i'm talking to him He's backing away from me, and I'm like, "Come here, come here." I'm talking. When I realized that he was such a big fan, is like as I'm talking to him, my words are pushing him backwards emotionally. So he just kept backing off into the into the yeah. darkness. I was like, "Come here, come here. Where are you going?" Well, see, so, um, but that's the thing. That no, I was gonna say that's the thing though. It's you're doing what you're doing is a, is a very helpful thing in the world, and on top of I, everything I else, appreciate that. yeah, and every, and everything and. Uh, besides all that, you also do it with a realism. The same way like we do, like we call ourselves the Uncrowned Kings of Reality Radio for a reason. Right. Because right. We, we don't bullshit the audience. When something goes wrong, when something... Billy just tried to throw the commercial, and he just did a dance. And it was the funniest thing we ever... But we talked about it. We didn't, we didn't lie about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, and you enjoyable. don't lie either. Yeah, you don't lie either. And I think that that's why, like, guys like Marcus, I think that they, 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 they um, gravitate towards you because you're right. speaking a truth that they, to them, it's a realism. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like this revelation, they go, they, you know, this is the revelation, I mean, of of everything that they, you know, like I think that we think that there's something wrong, and then when you when you have somebody who can take those ideas and make them really clear, um, it, it resonates with you in a way that you, you just, you know, like that's it. Like, that, like I'm not just alone, I'm not crazy. I'm just I, I always going along. It was just going on even before I knew it. I had a feeling and then somebody articulates it. I think what's, what's really interesting is like one of the things that I, uh, you know, that I've come up with the simplification is I use an acronym called ACE, ACE, which is authenticity, credibility, and empathy. Um, and I think is as a, as a man, as a woman, as a human being, I think if we, we, we practice those things, then we would have no problems at all. Meaning authenticity, meaning I am what I am. I say what I am and I'm comfortable with that mm. credibility. And the fact that I say what I mean, I do what I say. I'm not, I, I'm not telling you I'm going to do something and I don't do it. And empathy <laughs> is looking at the people that you're dealing with and recognizing what their plight is and when, what they're, what they're going through as well to help you understand whether or not you're being fair or, 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 or being reasonable, you know? Um, yeah, that's too hugely important. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think that that's why people 
listen to you yeah. because you're making that is what we, like you're speaking the truth right there. I think that yeah. honestly that's why, and I think that like Marcus probably didn't live his life openly and honestly his whole life, no. and then right. you know he right. someone came along and, and like kind of bitch slapped him with some fucking truth, yeah, and, right, told, right, and right. told him asshole. Be fucking normal. Be your fucking self and go out there and fucking just take over the world. That's what you're supposed exactly. to do. And exactly. people hide. Yeah. I always say people are their own worst enemies. People are yeah. your own worst enemy. That's exactly what happens. People fucking get, they get shut in on themselves and don't right. act and, and literally have to act like, oh, I don't want to make them fucking annoyed. But meanwhile, right. you're like, what about me, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm annoyed. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, like, well, you know. You know, it's interesting, even that, like, what happens is the truth is the truth, and that doesn't mean, you know, you don't you don't have to tell truth, truth at the stake of hurting people's feelings. Exactly, yeah. But, but you, you, um, you know, to the same token, if people, somebody asks you something, you owe them the truth. If they're asking and they want the truth, you have to assume that they want that. And so you give it to them. I mean, the other thing is I started also looking at, um... The, the way that some of the things have happened um, throughout my life where I may have been saying something and somebody was able to take it and twist it in a way that it would, that I didn't mean it. And so now I'm even mindful of how somebody, you know, I, I'm very careful about what comes out of my mouth because when you become, when you start to influence people, you have a responsibility to giving them the proper message and, uh, and not giving them the, the leeway or the space to change what you're saying, you know. So I'm not saying be a, I'm not saying be a jerk. I'm not saying I'm not saying uh, use women as objects in this. What I'm saying is that be the best version of yourself. And if you're the best version of yourself, you're, if you're the best version of yourself, then women will come to you because why would they not? It's yeah. your good thing. You know, it's a party. You you are the party train, and because you're the party train, people want to be around you, and people want to be with you. I mean, if we think about just you know just doing the podcasting and doing the podcasting, something as simple as doing it as long as you guys been doing radio and stuff, uh, just showing up. The fact that when they tune in, you're there. There's a level of that's a big deal, yeah. And and without that credibility, then people stop listening to you, and so. It, a lot of times it's showing up. It's just doing what you say and saying what you do. And, and what's, what's really interesting when I find about women is on an instinctual level, if you're inconsistent, if you're inconsistent, then women will do things like they will perceive. Well, so let me, let me back up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a, a woman will, 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 one of the things, when you talk about the empathy, you talk about ace and empathy, one of the things women have to deal with is the fact that every time they go out with a guy, that the guy might kill them. Like, that is the <laughs> right. that is truth. Yeah, yeah, or even take yeah. a cab at this point. Yeah, you know. if you get into right, a fake right. Uber, it might be, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I and mean, we see this all the time. And if not, if not killed and sexually assaulted or, or whatever. And so that's something, as a man, that we don't ever have to consider, that women have to consider every time they give a guy access to their time or their space. So um, when you think about that, if, I mean, if, can you think about that every time you went, you took a girl out, you had to worry about possibly being raped um, or being taken advantage or just killed, you know? You, you know, you would, take, you would take into consideration the whole dating situation a little bit differently. So a lot of times when there's inconsistency, inconsistency or, or, or a lack of authenticity reads as, 
as deceptive, as if you're trying to be deceptive. And being deceptive reads as unsafe, and unsafe reads as creepy. And a woman is like, wait, I, I got to get out of here. I don't know why. And that, that, that transference, that, that chain of reaction happens so quickly in milliseconds in her head because it has to, because it means her instinctual safety. Yeah. Well, that's why women say within the first five seconds they know if they're going to have sex with you. Yeah. So, and I don't know if I'm, I don't know about that, yeah. but I well, would they say, say that's what they say. Yeah, that's exactly what they. No, say. no, I'm saying that's what they say. I'm not saying that they right, 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 right. Yeah. But within the five, yeah. put it like this: within the five second, first five seconds, they know if there's a possibility. Yeah, right. And it and it leaves us it leaves us to fuck it up. Well, that's the thing. You know? It's a comfort factor, and that's what you or if you're offering them a comfort factor where they don't feel as if. Well, this guy's just going to grab my tit and fucking try to stick a finger in somewhere. Then, right, exactly. Then they're going right, to be comfortable, right. and then they're going to run. But if they have, you know, or, even, if they or have... even worse than that, and so, so if the, on a on a fundamental level, if you're not, you're, if you don't even understand what you're communicating in your action, in your yeah. body language, in your tone, in in your in your in your, you know, even in your walk to a certain extent, in your posture, in your tone of your voice, all those things communicate certain things. I mean, just like if you, you know, if you're in a club and a guy is giving, you know, you have a, you know, you bump into a guy, you spill his beer, you you pretty much know if the guy, if the guy goes, oh, man, don't worry about it, man. You go, hey, let me buy you another one. And, and you know a guy, you're what the fuck, and he, a guy's giving you that kind of energy, you know that it could end up being right. dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we're reading these, these, we're communicating non-verbally all the time, and then when it sometimes, when it, what's interesting is that most men don't know how to communicate on a non-verbal level because they're just not paying attention, you know? Well, that's the thing. Most guys, that's why, by the way, we're talking to Dante Nero, the host of Man School 202. It's a new podcast going to be out very shortly. Um, you can go to DanteNero.com for further details on everything Dante Nero. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the only, but the thing that I see, the thing I find very, very puzzling yet also enthusiastic, enthusiastic about your right. program as opposed to other things that are out there is that people automatically, they hear man-schooled and they think that you're going to be like, Oh, I go club women, take her yeah. by hair, bring her in house, fuck her. Like some barbarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that kind of thing. And then that's the attitude that people already present themselves with and go, oh, this is and like toxic masculinity. And in a world of everybody sure. wanting to be yeah. victims and everyone's a pussy and everyone's this, that, and yeah. the other, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you get all the bullshit. Right. But you're, you're not even, you're not even remotely going that route. Your, your, no, your, no. your thing is how to act. Like a man should act, as opposed to right. what perception by society dictates what a man is. You know, when somebody says, "Oh, act like a man," and it has a different connotation in right, this right. You know, today, way. today, yeah, 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 totally today, yeah. yeah but yeah, I totally well, agree I mean, with one of the things yeah. that I say: never ask. You know, I never ask a woman for relationship advice because if I want to know how to, if I want to know how to hunt deer, I ask the hunter. Not the deer. The you know what I mean? It's a profound um, quote, man. The deer is the deer is being is just being is is just present in the moment as a deer. If I want to understand the the, the the peculiarities or the, the 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 tendencies of the deer, I need to ask the guy who's been hunting, who's been studying the deer's behavior. Um, so what's what's interesting about that is a lot of times I have women will will I have women on the show all the time and they're, well I think this, this and this and I'll be like, Well, how many women have you dated? 
Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. and you know, and even if they've dabbled, you know, like that, you know, they you did a little little carpet munching or whatever, or they dated women or had even <laughs> if they had relationships, they haven't. They've never studied it to the extent that a guy, you know, in 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 terms of the inception of your of the fact that you you find women attractive, you start studying them. You, you're in, you're involved in them. It, it, it preoccupies so much of your mind. The problem is that we, a lot of times we don't, we don't shut up and listen and pay attention to the cues and understand what those, how those cues translate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, um, no. And, and understanding that and practice of doing that is, uh, is, is what gets you to the place where you get to, you're able to find and kind of pursue your own happiness. You know, well, numerous times we will, you know, people have come on this show and, and you know, they, they, you know, they want like relationship advice or love advice, or they just want to be told like what the girl, what, what, what does she mean by this when she asked me this or whatever? And we try to like, why didn't you listen the first time? Why that's, didn't you hear her what I she said? Run into nowadays. Wait, what happened? <laughs> that's a problem that I tend to run into nowadays. You not listen? Holy shit. No, not li- no, 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 not listening. It's a matter of like. Like for example, I, like I did when she says, "My name's Lorena Bobbitt. Give me a motherfucker <laughs> with a knife." Yeah, <laughs> like I like I did the show last night, and um, like they were telling me that I have to that I have to read like the visual cues of a woman. And yeah, her thing, middle finger means leave. Yeah. <laughs> and my thing is, is that, and my thing that I that I that I said is that, like I always, I always see clarity. Like I want clarity. Like. Cause having to to have having to look for I'm sorry. Have you met shit. women? Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're very fucking. <laughs> they well, they're not, what? They're not clear about a woman. They, they, well, actually, they are. They are very clear. Clear. The problem is that we're we're watching, we're listening to what they say and not what what they do. So if there's a there's a level of incongruency between what she says and what she does, then you have to you have to temper upon what she does and not what she says um you know i i mean if it all if what she says matches up to to what she's doing that's a whole nother thing you know that's a that's a you know that's a then that's even more of a of a of, of proof that you're on the right track but the problem is those inconsistencies and, and a lot of times when people are what is, does it mean when she says this what does it matter um what you have to do is put yourself first and put your happiness first so that if you have a particular, but, but in order to have the confidence to do that, you have to, you have to already be the best version of yourself or at least be working to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you like, and I've said this hundreds of times on my show, like if you can't dance, take a dance class. If you can't, if you're a punk and you, you know, you're intimidated by the men in physical confrontation. Go, go box, or go take some MMA, or go take some type of martial arts, or Muay Thai, or something. If you if you're not interesting, then travel. Um, if you're not smart, then read books. Um, all of these things that we perceive as these inadequacies or these weaknesses, those those are the weaknesses. Those weaknesses are the things that make us feel insecure, and that insecurity again reads as as a, a lack of value. Or a, or a lack of, or, or somewhat defensive, you know, or, or, um, 
I would say a lack of confidence. Right, because because you're not really sure about yourself. I had a guy call me on I was doing because I do one on one consultations if y'all know, so don't forget to follow me on the Dante Nero on Instagram. I'm gonna be answering questions. I'm gonna guys because I'm gonna start having people send me questions in the DM on my Instagram and, and, and answering them live on my Instagram as well. So that's Dante Nero, D-A-N-T-E-N-E-R-E, Dante Nero, Dante like Dante Inferno, Nero like the dude fiddle when Lone Burn. So, um, but, uh, but, but the, but the thing is, the, the, those inconsistencies, you know, the inconsistencies in ourselves, the incongruency, we recognize them. We recognize those inconsistencies and then we're uncomfortable and we feel insecure about them and so we project that. On the woman, I had a guy right. who I was consulting with in Puerto Rico, and he had this, it was this older, kind of hot, little cougar. Um, he was like 20 years old, and he was like, this woman comes, and she comes into the store. He was, like, he was like a Walmart in Puerto Rico. This is how extensive this is. I mean, I've counseled dudes in Wales and Belgium and Australia and England and Dubai. You get around, yeah. Yeah, this what well, I mean. I do it through phone consultation, but it's interesting. He was telling me like he was a Walmart greeter, and this cougar kept coming in, kissing him and hugging, you know, kissing him on the cheek. Hi, oh, it's so good to see you, right? So she was clearly flirting with him, and she was interested in him. And um, he calls me up because um, he goes, "Yeah, he goes, yeah, but I, I, um, you know, I don't have a car." And I go, "At what point in time did this woman ever even say, yeah, you have to have a car?" Like you're you're arbitrarily giving giving yourself a, or, or depleting your value because you have a car. Yeah. And you this one she never even said anything about a car. I said, So where do you get this car thing? And so we we kind of put this arbitrary kind of value on what we think that ideal man is and then when we're not that then we feel insecure about it, and we, we go into a situation where we feel that a woman's attractiveness or the fact that we, you know, we want to have sex with this woman, we discount our manhood, our value, our integrity, and everything else just so that we can get laid. And what happens with that is, moreover than not, you don't get laid. And if you do get laid because you didn't really believe that you deserved it and you didn't really feel that you deserved her company in the first place, it's only a matter of time until you tell her indirectly by your actions that you're not worthy of her time and she dumps you anyway. Damn right. You know? Well, that's the thing. She, mm-hmm. she has to want to actually be there. She has right. to want Absolutely. to be in the relationship. She's going to have to want to be right. a part. And if you're already fucking having a negative attitude and having a uh, this kind of defeatist attitude, yeah. like the guy without the car, I mean, he's probably asking, like, well, where are we going to fuck then? I understand well, that. <laughs> But still, well, and maybe she never, I, she never has. I mean, this is an older woman who probably has her own place. She, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, I, you know, one of the things you, you can't slip if you watch boxing or MMA. You can't slip punches until they're thrown. Right. You have yeah. to. You, you can't. I mean, there's nothing wrong with anticipating what the what the what the fight is, but ultimately you have to be in the moment. And as the punch is being thrown, you slip the punch. You can't slip it before, and you can't slip it after because it's that ultimately uh, leaves you out of position so that you end up getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. So it's an it's an interesting thing how we arbitrarily create these this kind of, this whole movie in our head about what we think we need or what we don't, I mean, and, and that, that's the important thing. It's, it's, we have to, we, we have to be working at, 
being the best version of ourselves before we're confronted with this person who we we start to devalue ourselves because we're attracted to her or because we like her or whatever. And I was on I was on serious the other day and this guy calls in and he says, uh he says, you know, I met there's this new neighbor walked in, she's hot and I wanna approach her and uh, you know, maybe I'll you know, what should I do? What I maybe I'll take her something and I said to him, Why are you taking her something? He goes, you know, just as an icebreaker and I said, Well, to me I I wouldn't take her anything. I think my company is more than enough yeah. reward. That's the conversation. Yeah, that's the ice. I know. Wait, now hold on, Ricky. You were saying that you you disagreed or you agreed? No, I agree with what he's okay. saying. You know, I'm just saying that um, you know, women in general, they you know, they change up so much. Yeah. I mean, he's saying like watching the body language. Yeah. Look, a woman, a woman to give you ten things that she wants you to do, and within the next half hour, when she's either something else on the list or the whole list has changed. I agree. So, you know, as far as women being in my company, they should be worried of being in my company. I ain't never, I don't go out of my way just to please a woman. I mean, not please a woman. Well, hey. It, well, I, <laughs> you're, not a, you're not out to impress them. Right, exactly. Stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, well, well, here's, here's, here's an interesting even about that. Yeah. Well, ultimately, when you're looking at this whole situation, and let's, let's simplify it. If you got a you got a fifteen year old kid and you buy him a, a brand new Porsche, mm-hmm. it, it, it's usually going to be two weeks before he wraps it around the tree, right? Because he didn't earn it. Exactly. So we mm-hmm. we don't value things that we don't have to earn. That's just that's human nature. That's women, men, and otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's what's interesting even about that is, I mean, my my first car, I think it was a nineteen eighty one Chevy Chevette. Uh, was <laughs> puke cute green with beige vinyl seats and 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 uh, it was a hatchback and uh and i i shoveled snow and i cleaned out people's backyards and i mowed lawns to get it right. and so when i got it i signed i signed the restaurant oh, yeah, but it meant got, everything yeah. to me because i earned it yeah and yeah. so the same thing is true as if you meet a woman first off and don't get me wrong guys have given there's always some punk guy who's or a guy who doesn't who, who doesn't think he has any value has inflated this woman's sense of worth because they're willing to give everything up so that this woman you know so so so, so that they can they can have sex with her. And the reality is that um, she's done nothing to earn it. You know, yeah. you, you have women. I'm, women go buy me. I, I don't even know if I like you. Exactly. Like, you know. I, I had a friend of mine, a friend of mine who was a big fan of mine, and he, you know, it kind of helped him through a divorce. And he's 55 years old. He took this 25-year-old girl out. He takes her to dinner. And uh, the first thing she does is bring a friend. And so he and she, and she, oh, this is my friend. And he goes, he doesn't even, he says, why would you bring your friend here? Uh, the whole point of you coming here is so that I can get to know you. And so he he instantly made the friend feel uncomfortable. So the friend was like, you know, I'm going to go. And he was like, okay, good, go. You know, and and she goes, that was kind of the girl goes, that was kind of rude. And he says, no, what was rude was the fact that you misrepresented yourself. I thought you were coming here to get to know me. And if that was the case, how would you propose to get to know me if you got your friend here? Yeah. So she she leaves and then she goes, well, you know, I'm 25 years old. I want to be married by the time I'm 28. I want to have children by the time I'm 31. Yeah, he goes, I, he goes, he goes, he goes, check please. Yeah, and he literally pays off the bill and he says, look, I'm going. And she goes, well, where are you going? And he goes, well, I'm leaving. And she goes, why? 
And he goes, well, you've already told me what you want. I have to assume that you mean that. I have no intention on marrying you and having kids. He goes, I don't even know if I like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, so I'm going to go this I'm way. I don't that. have to waste my time. Now, what's interesting about that is I've even taught him, I never say, I don't want to waste your time. I don't say that. No, you're because I don't my care time, about yeah. the woman's time. I care about my time. Yeah. And, and, and why should I? There may come a time where I'm concerned about her time. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm Clearly, I'm giving her my time because she's, she's, I'm with her and I'm spending time with her. And I'm, and I'm willing to, you know, to get a few drinks, get dinner so we can get to know each other, which is fine. I don't even have a problem with that. But the point is, she, she, why, what would make me, why would I waste time with somebody who I have no intention on? We are already at opposite ends of the spectrum where there's no compromise. You know, you're, you're telling me this is what you want, so I'm assuming that. So she goes, she says to him, well, I guess you didn't like me as much as you thought you did. Yeah, but see, that's, and, that's that mind game bullshit where you're trying to use shit. some kind of weird, not you, her, trying yeah, to use some right, kind right. of weird-ass psychology on me. That's the bullshit No, that I, you right. showed up with somebody else, and unless we were having a fucking threesome, there was no point right, in bringing right. somebody else to here because now you're wasting my time, and, in fact, exactly. you're also wasting your own fucking time. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but, I, but I, I don't even mention that because yeah. I don't care. I don't like, I don't, you're right. And so yeah. the answer to that is you're absolutely right. Uh, you, you, I, no, I don't know if I like, that was the purpose of us meeting up is so we could find out if we fit, you know, relationships are really simple. Um, you just got to decide what your non-negotiables are and then never negotiate them. To me, Um, to me, she went into that thinking he wants me. Yeah. You know, course, saying, just, period, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just period. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make this guy work for not the other, yeah, yeah. Not the other way around. It's like, he and wants that's, me. And that, so that's, that's you coming with I, that kind of attitude. That's the shit that but, I... Well, well, women always think that because right. it's us. Like, listen, we teach... You know, you have to understand that we, it's our responsibility. We teach people how to treat us. And that goes for men, yeah, women, and Very true. I mean, very true. It's a universal thing. So if I, if I allow you to talk all crazy to me or whatever, then you... Then, then you're going to keep doing it, yeah. This is, right, this is what you... Look, if, if um, you know, I, I've had... I've gone out on dates and a girl would be like, oh, you're an asshole. And I go... And even though I, I knew she was probably just playing, I go, listen... Don't call me out of my name. Like I respect you, and I and I understand that this is the first time we've been. But do, do not. My name is Dante. Call me Dante. Don't call me an asshole. Don't call me silly. Don't call me any one of those things because yeah. I wouldn't do it to you, and I don't expect you to do it to me. Now, guys will never do that. They'll always feel. You know what I feel? What I call is they'll feel that tingle in the nuts when you feel as though oh, yeah. somebody's taking advantage of you or somebody, oh, yeah. and then they'll shut yeah. up because they've. They're, they're bargaining with themselves. They're bargaining their integrity over the fact that they want to have sex. And they feel like if they speak up and be honest about their lack of comfort, they blew it. then all of a sudden that the woman is going to walk out. And you know what? She might. Yeah. But who cares? Yeah, who cares? Like, well, the, the reality yeah. is if you think, if you have options and you realize that you have value and a woman doesn't want to fuck you because you're saying, Listen, I don't want you to call me names. Then that's really a chick who you shouldn't want to fuck. Exactly, like, and, and, mo- and most women, uh, most women literally live in a rom com in their head. Exactly, they don't live in sure. reality. They live in this fucking world where, where like you know, this is like it's going to be like this weird rose petals are going to fly down from the heavens and 
harps are going to play. No. How about we get to fucking know each other first to see if we're compatible, and then right. maybe oh. romance will follow because, because that's yeah, what we're the doing. Of it, the, the reality of it is even if she could be a nice girl and I could be a nice guy, and we just could not be compatible. No. And that's not her fault, and it's not my fault. It just means that I met somebody and we just weren't compatible. It's time to move on. But if you're you're willing to sell your integrity, your authenticity, because you might get to use the woman as a dick cozy, because that's what it is. It's really (laughs) not a dick cozy. It's not an intimate connection, and this, oh. is, this is the person who doesn't value you. And, it, and it's even with the whole, you know, we talk about the Me Too thing. The Me Too thing is that whole toxic masculinity is because throughout time, guys who didn't have personality in game yeah. learned in this society that I will become rich and famous, and then I will bend people's wills. And I'm going to make women, because I'm so powerful, I'm going to make women do things that they don't want to do. Now, what's interesting about that is, and what nobody talks about, is those same douchebags that are rich and powerful, they're also bending the will of men in other ways. It's not in sexual and sometimes in sexual ways. Yeah, they're it's fucking happened. it up for everybody else. All right, so they're, they're assholes not just to women, they're assholes to everybody. When we're talking about a level of credibility and when somebody's disrespectful and you check them, and the quicker you check them, the less likely they are to to repeat that because they're under this, you know, if a woman is talking to you all crazy, it's because she's under this false sense of security because she's done this before. Yeah. She's called people names. She's telling them. How many times has this woman had made this speech about what her timeline is about how she expects her life to go with no consideration of, fa- of the fact of whether or not even, he even likes you. That's that round you know? shit. Yeah. All right, so wait, uh, Dante, I got I to gotta wrap this up because we have to go to break, but uh, you, one more thing from uh, Marcus wanted to ask you. One more thing. Go ahead. I, this, I don't want I don't, I, again, I don't want this to sound like a, like a verbal blowjob, but Too it's late. just a matter. <laughs> you know, no, 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 no disclaimer. Talk. Yeah, man. But <laughs> the fact that you, you also, along with Patrice, rest in peace, Patrice, uh, you, you two have really installed a lot of uh confidence in me when i was at a point in my life when i really thought i wasn't shit and i really thought i wasn't shit because women thought i was women women thought i wasn't shit and that was his mom (laughs) (laughs) but um what i what i wanted to what i wanted to ask you is is that i'm i'm thinking back to uh an episode of of black philip and you were explaining you were talking about your your sense of style and that it's like it's like peacock how you how you um mm-hmm. you know how you how it opens the feathers up and it makes pretty you were right, talking right. about Kara Kara Foster, right. so um what I wanted to what I wanted to ask you was um how does you, like with that because I dress differently I talk differently mm-hmm. than most people in who I live with in this room in this definitely in this room <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to know is like how do you how do you uh how does someone find their game like how does like, how does one, you know, find what makes them special so they can have, you know, the game and the gift of gap to, you know, to, to go out there and search for search for girls, you know? Okay, so there's a, there's, a few, there's a few things that I do when somebody ever comes, they consult with me. The first thing is that um, a lot of times I don't think that we understand what our personal value is. And the way that I help people to understand 
um, what their personal value is. I asked them, if you had you, you, if we could clone you, and you could have you as a best friend, how awesome would that be? Um, so if you're a righteous dude, a kind dude, a generous dude, a loyal dude, and you're all those things, um, if you had you as a friend, how awesome would it be that you would have somebody that would have your back all the time? To the same token, that if you think that those characters in you are valuable, human beings are all alike, men, men women, or otherwise. We all, we all, um, you know, uh, we think that loyalty and kindness and generosity and, and, and all of those things are important. And so if you think it's important to you, there's pretty much a really good good chance that other people think those same characteristics or characters are or those traits are are important. So we start at a base level of the fact that I have value. And one of the things I say is that you know I, I there's, a, there's this thing I call the I don't know if you've ever seen the antique road show. A guy finds yeah. a Tiffany lamp mm-hmm. in the basement, and then he goes he goes. Uh, I, you know, he go takes it to the auntie and it's worth ten thousand dollars, right? <laughs> so I ask him all the time, I go, "What is the what was the lamp worth when it was in the in the, in the garbage, right?" And most guys say nothing. And then I ask him the same question: What if you found a brown paper bag with ten thousand dollars in it? What is that worth when it's in the garbage? And everybody says ten thousand dollars because it, it's worth it is worth what it is. So the, the lamp is worth ten thousand dollars. The difference is. Just because somebody's not smart enough to know what your value is doesn't lessen your value. Wow. Very that true. Wow. So, so you can't let other people define you, but if you're not going to let other people define you, you have to define yourself. And if you define yourself, then you have to take a hard look in the mirror and see what you are, those good things, the good things, the strong things, all the things that are benefits, but you also have to look at what your shortcomings are and the things that you're not. Are you short-tempered? Are you impatient? Are you all of those things that, that people don't attribute to a good guy, to a, to a guy who people want to be around? So you start with that. The other thing is, when, if you're talking about um, personal style, right? Yeah. You're talking about personal style. Um, what I recommend to a dude a lot of times is just go to, a, go to a boutique, a men's boutique, and go find some little girl or some little girl who's you know, selling the clothes and say, listen, um, you know, I just broke up with my girl and I'm trying to get my style or just say, listen, I'm, I'm trying to be a better dude and I'm trying to get in and, and, and I'm, I'm looking for a sense of style. Can you help me? And that girl will dress you as if she would fuck you. She's going to dress you in a way that she finds you attractive. And, and that doesn't mean that you have to stick with that style or anything, but at least that gives you a foundation. You can that, mix it up. That you're now dressing in a way that uh, that a woman finds you attractive in that way, whatever it is. Well, at least so, I mean, Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, and if that girl turns out to be a lesbian, he's wearing stilettos and fucking cross his <laughs> pants. <laughs> well, he, well, here's the other thing. Um, and then I'd ask her out. <laughs> because oh, after it. she yeah. dresses you, she dresses you like that, she, yeah. She's seen the subtleties of how she finds you attractive anyway. Now she might turn you down and up, but the, the point is just that. The third thing is this, is that we deal with this anxiety, the, the, what I call the approach anxiety. Approach anxiety is because we don't want to be rejected. And so one of the things that I do is I could say lay the five bricks. I every day talk to five women a day, not with the intention to get laid, not with the intention to get 
And then the guests would go out and say, hey, that's, your hair is really nice. I love that dress. That color looks great with your skin. Whatever is just something non-sexual and not just the women that you want to fuck. An old lady at the supermarket that's bagging groceries, the, the cleaning lady, find something that you can honestly and just pay the compliment because what that does is it, it, it gets you numb to the socialization to, to be able to talk to women and the, the importance of not just talking to the women that you find attractive because if you do it five a day, every day, for seven days a week, eight weeks, it comes out to something like 285 women. Yeah, two hundred eight. It, it, you, you. It's like as a comic. What the way you get funny as a comic is you just get on stage. You get on stage until you're not nervous about getting on stage. Um, and so that one of the things is that it's so it's such a cross section of what you want to do. Um, what happens is you learn things about yourself. You learn how you're clever or how you're attractive or how, what works and what makes a girl smile and what doesn't work. So it becomes an education about you looking into yourself in a real way, which helps you to communicate. And at 285, you're probably tripping, falling into some pussy like that. It's, it's, it's just, just so, you, you know. It, she does it, have a big pussy. Yeah. But you, 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 you become so comfortable talking that it, your comfort, your level of comfort reads as confidence and your confidence reads as attractive. So that happens. But um, so it's, you know, that's, so on a, on a physical level, what you look like, you start to develop your own style, but you, you stop doing it to get laid. You start doing it because you start to feel good about it. Okay. You know, yeah. if I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big shoe freak. So if I throw a pair, you know, yeah, for me, I love alligator shoes. So if I throw if I throw a twelve hundred dollar pair of alligator shoes, I'm not throwing the shoes on because I want some. I'm going to go look at my shoes. It makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I'm taking care of me. And if then, I go get my manicure done and my nails look good and I'm, you know, whatever, all of those things make give me the confidence because I'm I'm fixing the things that are broken and I'm becoming a better dude all around and because of that I give off this energy that makes me attractive. Now I just want to say one other thing really quick. Um the make it, just I make love, it done and make it quick though because I do have to get out of here. So. Okay. I love <laughs> I love doing Black Phillip. The problem with Black Phillip it was two thousand six and it, it was met, and the whole our whole uh, our whole philosophy has changed. Yeah. So I tell young guys, listen to Man School Two Hundred Two. Listen to the old episodes of Beige Phillip. Don't start listen if you can't listen to Black Phillip just for entertainment purposes. Because I, what I found is through time is Black Phillip creates an anger that and that anger. Is unnecessary. Is Nobody's ever made a, exactly. a great decision. Wait, Dante, you, you on an emotional level. You, I don't mean to cut you off. You just fucking described the main reason this motherfucker doesn't get pussy. And I do listen. I do listen to Beige Phillip. You just—he literally just said exactly what happened. He listens to Beige Phillip. Like I got or, to Dante yeah. listening to Black Phillip first, and you were right. angry. Right. And yeah, and and I I got to that level where yeah. I hated women, it and that times I do still, evolving. you know, I still have that. But it's like you know. Dante has a way of just like kind of smoothing over the hate and trying to work around it, so you can you know so it, it, you can better yourself. And now, well, Dante first of Black Phillip, Black yeah. Phillip feeds into that anger because that's where we were yeah. at that time period. Yeah. But, but you know, Patrice is past, and he he was changing his way of thinking 
with us, we, you know, as things we want. But I've expanded the, and I believe if Patrice was alive now, he would be on the same page with me now. But, but we're so far beyond what Black Phillip was. I, it was a great start. But I'm starting to see the flaws, even the flaws in a lot of some of Patrice's philosophies at the time, because he was angry. I mean, we were, he was angry because it was something that was, we felt that it, there was, that men were being treated unfairly. Yeah. None, none of that fixes anything, though. No. The anger doesn't fix anything. You know what fixes things? Going to Man School 202. You're going to learn you, some stuff. You're going to learn a lot of shit from Dante, the head professor, the headmaster, the teacher, the pimp god, somebody as we learned who, today. Somebody who's been there. Right? Who's been there, done that, who is, will teach you right. what you're fucking doing wrong. How to skip over so, the bad stuff and go Get right to, to the, the good, good stuff. stuff. And that's exactly. what he does. DanteNero.com for further details about Dante. Dante, thank you. Marcus, thank Dante. Honor, it's an, it was an honor, sir. I thank you so thank much. Thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate thank it. So if you can, please follow me on Instagram, The Dante Nero. Doing it right now. The Dante okay. Nero. You just you talked over his plug. Tell him you're sorry. I apologize. The Dante <laughs> Nero on Instagram and Dante Nero on Twitter and all that good stuff. Follow him. Learn all about the stuff, his philosophies in life, and then you will better yourself. Man School 202 and all that good stuff. Dante Nero, thank you for being on the show, brother. Round of applause. Thank you, brother. I appreciate I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you too, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for being on the show. Let's do this again. I'll holler at you. Absolutely. We'll make it happen. Dante Nero, ladies and gentlemen. We kept him on. We didn't even go to a freaking break because I know I knew that he was. I told Billy. I wrote Billy a note. I said, because I knew that Marcus wanted to ask a question. So I wasn't going to be a dick. Marcus is here for one reason. Besides, he's going to suck us all off later. Oh, yeah. also, thank you. He's also here because he wanted to you know, speak to the guy that he it loves. all very queer. Yes, we're all very queer. Queer things were yet to come. <laughs> yes. Um, but So I, I wasn't going to be a dick and be like, okay, now you can't talk to your idol. I got you. Oh, I'm yeah. a scumbag? I'm not going to be a scumbag. But I do have to do a live read. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news coming this summer 2019, the planet is back. PlanetPlatypus.com will feature the adult industry like never before. The new Planet Platypus show features DJ Platypus, Josh Fiore, Bobby Mack, and the one and only, the living legend, Mary Carey, returns to the airwaves. Look out for interviews, strip club stories, and upcoming industry events and news. Summer 2019, the planet is back. PlanetPlatypus.com. Yeah. And, of course, the Ham Radio Show will be a part of that as well, because that's what we do. So that was our live read. Still yes. got that in. Got Dante Nero in. This one's following on Instagram, hearting all the pictures right now. You're a special man. He's gonna go. Fu- he's gonna go buy some fucking lizard fucking shoes or whatever you were blowing him about. I don't know. Hey, he, 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 he's like, he, he got some gators. gators. He did. He, he mentioned his gators yeah. and the lizards. And but the that's what we but, but not the, not for nothing. And I don't want to sound supposed like supposed to be really comfortable. I'm not like I'm shitting on Dante. I, we told you all this too. Yeah, we told you that first off, it's all about competence. Competence, too. Competence. But confidence. Mm-hmm. And not cockiness. Confidence. Right. A woman doesn't respond to, like, first off, with you, death threats. Second off, they don't respond. <laughs> Come on, you have to, you told Carla that like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I didn't say bitch. she was gonna kill her. You you did everything but say the words I'm gonna kill you. I didn't say I was gonna kill her. I just said I wanted to fuck her. Oh, but you see, right. there's there's one problem with your whole thing, Eddie. What what? He doesn't respect you. I oh, know he doesn't. Get the fuck out of here. 
you know, he, true. He's, he's, you're not the one he idolizes. That's true. By the way, people were asking, so let's do. Let's do. I do idolize this fucking wait, guy. Wait, <laughs> let's let's talk about the fact of because uh, somebody did, wanted to ask a fuck Mary kill, so they wanted to use fuck Mary kill Dante Nero. This is just for you, uh-huh. Dante Nero, me and Joe. <laughs> somebody, it was uh, I believe well, it was Mike in the Facebook Live suite. Well, to the Dato Rama Mobile. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Joe's got to die. I mean. Well, that- <laughs> But like of natural causes, or are you killing? Wow! Whichever comes first. No hesitation. So wait, on that. that means wait, hold on. That means I'm either getting fucked or married. Shut up! I gotta find out. Am I getting <laughs> fucked or married? I don't want to hurt your feelings, Edward. <laughs> yeah. Just your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm wor- either way, I'm getting fucked. In your mouth. <laughs> oh. It's the only way to keep them quiet. If, if I was, if I was, uh, if I was very, very gay, I'd probably, I'd give up some ass to Dante. <laughs> oh, so wait, Dante's getting fucked or married? Uh, he's getting fucked. All right, so I'm, so I'm married. So I married the bisexual, but Dante gets fucked by the bisexual, and Joe's dead. Yeah. Covered to you on Fox, dude, this summer. Fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> Joe, which is worse? If, if, what, if what? Can, can I ask a question? Sure. Seriously, and I want Joe to answer this question, and only sure. Joe. Okay. What's worse? Yeah. If Marcus came over to your grave and pissed on it, <laughs> or bukkakied your tombstone, <laughs> or took a shit. That's a very good. question. No, that took a shit. Only this all has to come out of his dick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bukkaki or pissed on your grave. Okay, first. Would you be worse? First, you got to tell me something. What's a bukkake? Bukkake. Uh, well, you, first you, of it's actually more. It's a whole bunch of guys standing around coming on one girl. And I'd oh, find six oh. niggas to come all over your grave. <laughs> okay, oh. that got a little. This escalated well, real quick. I, I gotta. I, I gotta wow. tell you. I think as far as my grave is concerned, yes. uh, the bukkake would be fertilizer and make the flowers grow a little nicer. <laughs> Why do your flowers grow it's from cum? Pro- well, I'm, uh, well, it's protein. 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 And, and, and you know. Piss what it does to a lawn. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> you know, I have. Um, you know, oh, my, I pissed on Joe's lawn I, many a time. And so has a couple of dogs in the neighborhood, and, and they yeah, the dogs. Their spots uh-huh. that never. You know, I get mad. Yeah. Yeah, Joe I, doesn't like it when you pee. I, mean, I, I, I pay a guy a couple hundred bucks a month to take care of that grass, man. You know. He ain't you there anyway. Wait, no, no, that's the other grass. Wait, see, you're off mic again. What was it? I said, but he pays the guy to take care of his one, but he doesn't come on it. Uh, well, how do you know what they do? Oh, you don't watch them the whole time. According to our president, they're murders and thieves. Yeah. Well, and rapists. And rapists, and, and they come on your lawn. But they're nice God people. God damn it. They're very nice people. They make, oh, I had the best burritos the other day. Go ahead, bud. No, I'm just saying, you see a lot of people, uh... What you Facebook? Know, yeah, the Yo, Facebook, no, a lot of yeah. people. Well, I don't know. The Facebook Had Live, some serious comments. Facebook man. Live is yeah. I was watching Cynthia really. I, yeah, Cynthia, really Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia made it. Wait, but hold on yeah. a minute. Cynthia made a very good point. I honestly do agree with her about the, the that society does put too much on women. Let me hear me out before all the men fucking jump on my back. Advertising. No, no, no. They, that's what I'm saying. They make them think that they have to do and dress a certain way right. and act a certain way. And the best thing that fucking annoys me the most is, is it these. Mira? Well, besides that, <laughs> leave my penis out of this. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, the um, when you watch these entertainment shows, and they talk about how like ageism in Hollywood it's running rampant, yeah. and then they'll be like, 
The 63-year-old Cindy Crawford. What? Why are you giving her age out? Yeah. Because you just said. No, but if you just said fucking ageism in Hollywood. It's almost like a backhanded and you, Yeah, and you literally now you're Christy. Uh, uh, what's the one that was married to uh, Christy Brinkley? Christy Brinkley. Right. She's yeah. like 66 or it something. Looks great. Looks amazing. amazing. Who the fuck cares how yeah. old she is, though? Mm-hmm. Like, stop telling people how old they are, because then that fucks it up for the rest of us. Yep. Hey, I'm 75. I do. I'd come all over Brink- gotta, Brinkley's face. I have, I have to admit, though, Joe does not look... Uh, how old are you, Joe? 75. Yeah, you look at least 74. I know. That's what so, people tell 74. And a half. And a half. All right, fuck it. You look 80, motherfucker. Shake well, you know, they say 75 is the new 40. This dude looked like he's yeah. in his early 90s. They say, they, say, they say that 90s is the next fucking fertilizer. I think so, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, but Don De Niro, always a great guest. I knew he was going to be a great guest. That's yeah. why I didn't want to go and break, because he was, he had great shit to talk about. Yeah, well, he's a serious guy. Yeah, you can tell. He's but, a but make a lot of great points. But, that's, but he made a lot of great points. He's yeah. not really a serious guy, because he's a stand-up, but his mm-hmm. the thought process well, is there. That, that's what I meant. Yeah. But when you get our age, you do understand those things. Uh, absolutely. You know oh, God, when the old talking, guys are turning. Oh, when you when you hear what he's saying, you know, I already lived that shit. Right. So yeah. I already yeah. know the deal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I Tell trying you about to all that help the younger ones get yeah. to that yeah. Yeah. sooner. Whippersnappers yeah. don't know. Anything. Wait, I'm 39. Am I falling? Say whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A young whippersnapper. One thing I, I could do is Charlie yeah. yeah. G, sir. <laughs> Motherfuck, Joe's over. I'm just yeah. saying, one thing I could yeah. do is talk shit. Yeah. So and that's what it's about, brother. That's how you get through life. Period. Yeah, Talking shit. You know, yeah. Talk shit. You get get Dude, anything look, you want. Serious. Total serious time. Look at me. Yeah. I've been laid. You have. Okay, so that means I've talked a woman into going to sleep with me. Yeah. I've talked married chicks. Talk talk into it. Wait, wait. No, I've talked to married chicks. I've got married chicks. I've talked to guys, girlfriend, friends, girlfriends who just broke up with them. Yeah. Who fucked me? Well, you have okay. the gift of gab. Yeah, yeah, you have right. exactly you over what he's saying. And, and you know what in. else? The, the gab and yeah. you, you make people laugh. Yeah. Yes, exactly. If you can make a woman laugh. Oh, you do, I, oh I forget it, bro. Yeah. That's better than having but, a good but you know, But you know I where know my that. problem is? Like all the Oh, there's not enough time in the show all for right, your sorry. problems. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Other people have eyesight. Sorry. You're a student right now. I know. You know what your problem is? Chapter 24. The next problem of fucking Marcus. No. What's your problem? Give me one problem. Like, he's saying that, you know, that if you have the gift of gab and make people laugh and shit, I know how to make people laugh. Yeah, but you, you tickle fall them. down. You <laughs> tickle them. You got to use your words. Don't touch them. I use my words. You grab their titties and go. I don't, I'm not Trump. I don't be fucking groping people. First off, I said titties. You went right to pussy. You're a sick fuck. Thanks for the hot tip. <laughs> sick but, fuck. But it's like. You made me lose my fucking train of thought. See, that's the problem. <laughs> you're too young and your train of thought derailed. Uh-huh. The 39-year-old damn near almost 40, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. It's overrated, yeah. man. Yo, dick is just as important as pussy. I think dick is better than pussy. Well, well as far as... No, thank you. Wait, no, 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 wait, but I'm not saying that in sa- that wait, way. You've sampled both. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we only have pussy to go on. Yeah. But, I mean, I would rather fuck pussy more, but I'm saying... So terms, would we! But, but this is what I mean by that. This is what I mean by that. I mean that, like, like our to me, like, our dicks have more value than pussy. Have you seen my dick? So why, your dick, so why do you I have a bet, small dick? I bet you. You can do more with your dick. 
than a chick can do with their pussy. No, no that's not true, because I've seen a woman smoke a cigarette with a pussy. I can't do that. Yeah, right. And cut bananas. That. And cut bananas. And cut bananas. Uh-huh. Life starts with you. I sure yeah, but no, right? And no. your cum can go anywhere you fucking want it to go. Why is my cum getting compliments? Because I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm speaking to all men. Uh, all men? Yeah. Well, don't look at my crotch and then say that. I wasn't looking at your You crotch. looked at my crotch! Just now I'm That's the heartbeat of my cock! Just now I'm looking it's at It's dead. Shh, shh. Let's hear from my cock again. <laughs> Hold on, is my cock throbbing? Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Marcus is in love. Marcus is in love. Whoa. That's Marcus's vein. Oh, hey, fuck God. you. I was marrying you. Fucking trip. Uh, Next week on the show, by the way, just a reminder for the fans, we all talked about it. Seven o'clock start time next week. Ginger Banks is going to be on the show. Ginger Banks, one of the hottest. She, I've never seen a video of her where she's not fucking. Go on her uh, Twitter, please. Find her Twitter. Every video, she's taking a dick. She's naked. She's playing with herself. She's never not fucking. It's the, we're gonna At get least her in not between. On camera. No, no, on camera. Yeah, on no, camera. I so yeah, dude, yeah. I think I think honestly, she's she's always she fucked this dude the other day. Ooh, I swear to God, woman. his dick was about the size of my arm. Yeah, and she was taking the whole thing, and I was literally on the bus, like scrolling through, and then it made me stop. You were on the bus watching porn? No. Yes. 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 <laughs> you did, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, compliments to the guy who watched it with me. Really? Leaned over in the seat and went, oh, yeah. that's not bad. Jerk him off to? A little bit. But yeah, that, why are you asking me these questions? He wants to know what bus at what time. He, he's got a phone, too. <laughs> uh, by the way, also another reminder. Uh, hold on. Wait. <clears throat> Game of Boobs is live on HamRadioShow.com, by the way. So if you go there, you can see the stats. You can see that we are up to on the booby. On the Game of Thrones tit tote board, six boobs in the final uh-huh. season. Joe, you have to keep tabs. Yes, sir. Don't fuck this up. Sir, you got well. one job. You will definitely get an accurate count. I, I need it. So we're up to six. We just keep adding to the tote board. Uh, actually, I'm going to go over and rewatch episode one uh, because I want to make sure. Please do. Can we get Can we get a referee's decision? Uh, we're absolutely. only you say six boobs. Marcus said six boobs. Yeah, we, I think that, I only remember I, no, one no, 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 no. As in on the toad board. Oh, yeah, the yeah, first, yeah. On the, the show, toad yeah, board, yeah. we have six. But I will, six. You know, there might have been like a glimpse of boob, and I want to get them all in. Yes, I want to get every, even if the dragon shows a boob. Oh, I yes. don't care whose boob oh, it is. Yes. You might have to throw a cheap plug. No, of course, it better be cheap. Yeah. It's it's the fucking also oh, the network Jesus that you're on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking. You have to. Yes, I kind of have to. Okay, I'm in this business well, too. You should be doing the speak, it. The uh, Speakeasy Network. Uh, I have a show called the. Hey, Word. we're on there. Yeah, this yeah this fucking show's on there. Yeah, this, this fucking, fucking show. Guy. Yeah, ham radio show. This shows yeah. this shows on uh, Speakeasy Network too. You got the Word. I just did episode 13 last night, which is available for download. Yes. Uh, I've done the Word. I've been on there. The fights of life. Uh, you can hear that. Uh, uh, speakeasy underscore net on Twitter. Uh, if you got any show ideas, hit us up. Uh, speakeasy network. When will the episode of uh, Dante Nero being on the Hammer Radio show this'll, air? This will literally be on right after you get off the air. Nice. <laughs> okay. So yeah. in case you missed our thrilling conversation about boobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dante Nero of Man School 202. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check that out on the Speakeasy Radio Network. Yeah. Where? Where do they go? Uh, you can head to. Actually, we have Make a Facebook it fast. page. We have a Facebook page. Just yeah. search the Speakeasy Network on Facebook. You'll find us. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, bye, bisexual Marcus. Thank you for being on the show. Whenever you can come back. White Rick in the back, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're always welcome. Uh, free speech is never silent. So always speak the fuck up. And remember, if you're going to fuck that chicken, talk to Dante Nero first. He'll make it happen. God damn it. Until then, I say this. I say AMF, my friends, which clearly stands for adios, motherfuckers. Yeah, that was loud. Tits? Boobs! Oh. Titties! The Ham Radio Show is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on unfilteredradionetwork.com. All material heard on the Ham Radio Show is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material without the written consent of Ham Radio and or its affiliates is strictly prohibited. And if you don't understand all that legal mumbo-jumbo, here's Billy to explain it to you in not-so-technical terms. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you.